On today's episode, we are discussing Disney's Coronado Springs Resort to continue our resort series. Grab a sombrero and an ice-cold cerveza. You will not want to miss this one. This is episode 55 of the Off the Monorails podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 55 of the Off the Monorails podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, joined today, as always, by my two fellow co-hosts, colleagues, friends, associates, cousins, Justin and Ryan. We here. What's up, man? How are we doing today? Doing well. A little sore from some uh, heavy lifting yesterday, (laughs) helping Ryan do some yard work. Yeah, so manual labor is good for you, buddy. Yeah, indeed, indeed. I mean, it's it's good to get outside every now and again. Got a little sunburn. Sweat equity. Yeah, sweat equity. Yeah. I, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I'm I'm finally on the downside of my grind. I had a long, extended work week <laughs> trying to accumulate some more Disney funds to fuel the habit. So, yes, sir. You know how that goes. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'll drink to that, sir. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's good. It's um, yeah, it, it the times are coming, man. The times are coming. Summer is fast approaching. I mean, we're not we haven't even talked about spring yet, but man, here in Florida, it's already uh, starting to break into the upper eighties and just beautiful, beautiful weather. I'm talking to other people at work who are who are across the country and happen to be some of them happen to be in like minnesota where it's like they're facing snowstorms right now it's like 12 degrees outside like what in the world like there's other places to live people meanwhile so. the azaleas are blooming here yeah <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah it's just like i'm just gonna be outside all weekend enjoying the pool and just like <laughs> come on like yeah so yeah plenty of sunshine here enjoyed the daytona 500 this past weekend <laughs> great weather like can't complain that's good it's many exciting things happening um i'll be man we had a last minute kind of addition speaking of those uh disney habits ryan we had a last minute addition to our travel plans uh thanks to the good people over at dvc rental store i uh, got a great deal that i couldn't pass up for this weekend at beach club so mm-hmm. we'll be staying over at beach club in the uh my family and I and the uh, two bedroom villa over there. So it'll be uh, nice. It'll be my fourth time, third or fourth time staying at Beach Club, uh, which I always it's always a treat. So catch me at Storm Along Bay pretty much all day long Saturday. Was I, something domestic light and cold in your left hand? Um yes, probably a few of them, okay. if we're gonna be honest with you. Um, so yeah, I'm going to have already, I've already got breakfast plan. I'm going to go pick up ale and compass to go have to sit right by the pool, eat my breakfast. It'll be a cool, like 75 out. And then just the day is let the day happen. I'm day is young at jealous, that point, sir. But happy at the same time for you. Yes. I appreciate that. And I will be, I'll be sharing a lot of it with everyone as we go along. So Stay tuned to the socials at Off the Monorails. If you're not following us, 
go follow us there. Uh, I'll be throwing yeah. a lot of things there on uh, on the social, especially Instagram, uh, and which is just my goodness. Hello, all of our new followers. Right. Yeah. Hello. It's Hopefully you are listening. Uh, it's it's literally it's insane. We're gaining uh, basically like a hundred plus followers a day at this right at this rate, and it's um it's good to see. It's good to see. So yeah, the train's functioning on all cylinders. Yeah, yeah. Uh, having great conversations, interactions with people. I mean, just having um, interactions with people on the West Coast, right in Anaheim, and like it's just it's insane that you know we get to do this and talk about Disney and uh, have interactions with people from all over. So uh, super blessed, and uh, thanks again for uh, for everyone for following along with us there. Uh, at off the monorails on Instagram and be sure to check us out um, on all of the other social channels like TikTok, uh, YouTube, Twitter, go check us out. We got fun things everywhere. So YouTube is uh, the next project to grow. So we definitely want to try and uh, get some of you guys over there and uh, we got some content coming to you. So stay around. Yeah. Plenty of stuff. Speaking of things going on, you know, Ryan, you've got a couple of trips. I've got another trip here uh, in a few weeks. Uh, spring break is upon us, so we'll be uh, we'll be going. I know Ryan, you got you were successful. You're the only one out of the three of us successful to successfully get a Tron preview. Pass. Yeah, yeah. I actually added everybody that was on my family list to my preview, so Justin technically did get it, but I think he has to work the day that it is. Mm. So, I womp, mean, womp, I'll womp. I'll be there. <laughs> But um, <laughs> I got it for March Sorry, 11th. Justin. Yeah, got it for March 11th. And what I did was because I noticed that there were no Magic Kingdom park reservations for that day. But right, um, I selected the preview slot where it's after park hopping hours. Ah, uh, that's using the old noodle yeah, right there, buddy. That's that's yeah. pro stuff there. But uh, yeah, b- uh, between that for the weekend of March 11th, and then I've got two stays in april so i took a little bit of a break for february i'm working a lot of overtime and building my um my nest egg back up so i can splurge on (laughs) dining and pens and you know whatever else it is i gotta satisfy the urge with but uh Mm -hmm. it it definitely makes it worth it i'm I'm ready so there'll be uh there'll be a lot to cover for that weekend Uh, we'll be staying at caribbean beach for one of the weekends and we will be at the Marriott Royal Palms for another weekend. So it's a new resort I get to, um, you know, yeah. shed some light on. And it, we're staying in a grand suite at the Royal Palms. So it's going to be a really cool room to cover. Yeah. I'm interested to see how that, with that being at that large vacation resort uh, from Marriott's property line, I'm interested to see how that compares to some of these higher end resorts that Disney has to offer. Uh, so. Uh, super, super looking forward to that. Um, you know, we've got, you know, my family and I, we're going on our spring break trip in the middle of March. Um, we'll be down there uh, starting on St. Patrick's Day, um, the 17th, and we'll be starting at the Polynesian, staying in the villas there, and then uh, staying in Animal Kingdom Lodge, uh, Kidani Village uh, with a Savannah view there. So, um, had to use those DVC points, you know, so they were burning, yeah. they're burning a hole in the pocket a little bit there. Uh, again, a guy that had a great experience through DVC resale market to get those last year. And 
had to put them to use. So what better way to do it with a little family vacay? And, uh, and then DVC rental store took care of me on the, uh, on the Polynesian, uh, first leg of the, uh, of the itinerary. So was able to score a good deal and secure those, uh, that stay through, through them, uh, a few, few months back. And it's just, it beats, it sure does beat paying those cash rates. Through yeah, absolutely. Disney. My goodness. I think I stay. I think I saved like eight hundred dollars just by going through DVC Rental Store instead of through Disney. Yeah, and see, so go hit our people up. The only reason I'm even staying at the Royal Palms is because I have free nights. So like I'm I, that stays free, other than Love I it. think paying for maybe some parking or something. But I think parking may be complimentary there, so I can't pass up free. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. That's the way I look at it with my points too, right? Like with my DVC points, like, yeah, I paid the dues this year, but I mean, that's pretty much like what I equated to like, oh, well I paid my dues and, and now I get to go stay at, you know, Kidani. You have, you've paid your dues or, uh, time after uh, time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. So yeah, if you want to learn more about uh DVC uh, rental store, resale market, uh, all in all the world DVC companies, take a look in our, uh, episode description there's links to all the their information they, they do some great things can't say enough good things about that company also uh before we get into our episode topic today which is our resort series uh, we're going to continue and we're going to we're going to cover some news updates as well just because we're not a new show but there were some pretty good topics that came up so want to be sure to to tackle those but before we get to all that Let's plug maybe the most important plug of the episode, which is us. Us. We, this episode today is brought to you by us at Off the Monorails. Uh, we don't feed any ads into our shows, anything like that. It, in, in return for, the, for any content that uh, we share and put out there, we just hope that you go check out offthemonorails.com. Of course, while you're there, if you want to show us a little bit of love and support, go to the shop. And check out some of our merchandise. And test the season with this merchandise too, because uh, you know we have some new products getting released in time for St. Patty's Day. Yeah, then we got a, we got one coming up uh, next week, March first, uh, just in time for St. Patty's Day. So that might give you a little hint of what it may be leaning towards as far as the concept. Are we goes avoiding the, the pinch, Jordan? You can officially avoid the pinch. We with All these right. new products. So, um, but let's not, uh, let's not hide the fact that we just dropped one of my favorite drops that we've done, uh, to date one that, uh, came up in conversation, uh, in one of our episodes and, uh, Ryan referred to his body as a body by poutine. So right. I was, <laughs> it was just inspired to uh, make that a reality as far as a, what a shirt does goes. And so uh, put, put a shirt together, made a French fries and show a little bit of love to the poutine lovers out there. That's right. It, it's not a dad bod. It's a father figure. Shout out to the big boys out there. <laughs> but oh, that, that shirt's true to poutine. its nature though. Like that, it, it emulates everything about the poutine culture. Yeah. I love it. Dripping gravy. Just uh, yes, me too. Kid. So me too. Go check out that line. We, <laughs> we we've got a few different colors available of it. Even got a dad hat sporting the old poutine basket. So 
go check it out and you know celebrate uh, our love for poutine and the refreshment port alongside with us. So underrated place in the uh, in the world of Epcot. Yeah, yeah. You know what else can be found on our website? What's that? That would be our blogs, which would entail anything from dining experiences to festival recaps or just weekend coverage and everything in between. Uh, just a nice, you know, detailed um, entry, if you would say. Uh, just kind of covering things that we've experienced over time. And um, we had some pretty pictures in there for those folks that like to look at, at pictures of food and live vicariously while you can't be on property. But um, it me. It yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah. Me too. But uh, great, great reads. Uh, we throw a little humor in there so it's not dry and boring, but uh, it's just a great way to, to kind of encapsulate some of the things we've learned and some of the things we've done and in a really detailed form. So it's a great place to do it. I'm working on adding a few more blog entries right now. Um, still in the drafting stage for a couple, but uh, we should be posting some soon and we'll, we'll convey that to the socials as they, as they come out. And another thing is, is that these are informational uh, blogs as well. So, I mean, yeah, we got humor. We cut it up. We have a good time with it, but there's some good information in there as well. So make sure you pay attention to it and uh, maybe it'll help you down the road. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty much how it was built just to help others uh, have a good time and a good experience at Walt Disney World and, you know, learn through our lens. So while you're also out there, while you're listening right now, another thing you can do to help us out is leave us some stars. If you're on Apple Podcasts, if you're on Spotify, just go ahead and click those stars. Give us a rating. And if you'd like to, just type up a little short review, a couple of words, uh, you know, just of what you like about the show. Um, and so if you if you know if you think that we should make more shirts inspired by poutine and other dishes, throw it on there. Uh, just leave us some stars. It helps us. It helps us reach more people. And so let's boost that algorithm. And uh, we would appreciate. We'd love to. We'd love to read your reviews and your ratings. So be sure to uh, take the time. It literally takes a second and uh, leave us a rating. Quite literally. All right, fellas. So some news dropped in the world of Disney uh, this past week. And so, like I said, it, we're not a news show, but there's a few things worth talking about here. So, um, first off, just real quick, March first. New season, Mandalorian. Who's excited? Uh, uh, me. It me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Star Wars nerd out of all of us. I I'm I not. I, I I enjoy Star Wars. Um, I'm not like the, a junkie, but man, Mandalorian is like it is it it is. Even so for good. the casual Star Wars person, the Mandalorian is a hit. It's and, great. And honestly, Star Wars needed it in the direction it was going. So. Uh, the first two seasons have been amazing. So season three, I can only imagine it's going to be just over the top. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. So I'm looking forward to that. Also beginning on March 1st, the flower and garden festival. Epcot. Another one of my Opens. top picks. It's great. I love the topiaries. So good. Topiaries are, there's a lot of them already in place. So we've been seeing some photos pop up. Um, all the flower beds are starting to get arranged and, you know, so Festival of the Arts is is over for the year. Sad to see it go again. It should be. It should already be going. It should yeah. still be going. Yeah. I should say. Um. You know. Hopefully. 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 
next year it'll when we're talking this week it'll it'll still be going on i think it deserves an extra two yeah. to three weeks at I, least, I'm, so. I'm starting a movement right now a new hashtag make farts longer i love it <laughs> i love it right now, longer farts here yep but speaking of the the flower beds and everything getting prepped uh my annual photo of catching the flower bed right there by the uh the reverse water fountain uh I love that area. Yeah. Can't wait to see it this year. See see the 2023 iteration. Yeah, they they do such a good job. It's it's so Beautiful. yeah. It's just a great it's a great walk, a great time, great food usually. Um so it's just a great great opportunity to visit Epcot and uh it is you know arguably the second best festival of the year. Yeah. So we'll be keeping looking our eyes forward for to, that menu uh, to come out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As always. Uh, thanks, Ryan. As always, we'll be previewing the festival uh, when all the menus are announced for the food booths. And so all the food and drink items, along with all the activities, we'll do a full preview episode to get you ready uh, for for that. So that should be dropping any day now. So wouldn't be surprised if you uh, hear that episode next week. So mm-hmm. stay tuned. Wink, wink. And... Something that has returned, pretty exciting actually. So earlier this year, uh, Disney at Disney World they introduced the after hours events again at Walt Disney World, and just a day or two ago, we got news that on June first, after hour events will return to Epcot on select nights. And that is going to be huge, especially during Flower and Garden. Yep. In the words of Lizzo, it's about damn time. Correct. Correct. It'll go from 10 to 1. Uh, These are separate ticketed events. So uh, it's a good opportunity for those that maybe don't have a pass, are blacked out, um, anything like that. Just want to have access to the parks and to the rides with less wait times, less crowds. And, and some no like, sun. You get some snacks included in that. No sun in the summer. Yes. Yeah, that's huge. So these are these are really good events. Um, I'm looking forward to them. I love that they came back. Tickets range from $129 to $139 for ticketed guests. Um, for annual pass holders or DVC members, uh, tickets are at $99. So pretty good discount. Not for, bad value. For annual pass holders and DVC members, yeah. uh, again, so those start on June first and go through throughout the uh, the summer and fall. So, so quick quick question on that though. Yeah. Now, from a non annual pass holder standpoint, from just a regular ticketed guest standpoint, wouldn't kind of waiting for these after hours events to to happen? Isn't it almost a more bang for your buck value? Versus a park so, ticket. Yeah. Good point. Because you of could the free argue that, right? So free drinks. Yeah. So you get some you get some snacks included. Now the only argument to that is that it's a three hour window. Right. Right. So it's from ten to one. So you only got three hours versus a day ticket that you're probably gonna say pay the same price, if not more, for for a day pass. Yeah. But you're essentially gonna have maybe twelve hours at the park. It yeah. should be probably nine to nine. Um, that's what it usually is for Epcot in the summer. So take that, you know, with what you will, right? Like, so it's 12 hours versus three hours, but you get some snacks included, but there's going to be far less people. These are, these are capacity events, right? So they, they cap the capacity at a certain number to limit mm-hmm. the crowds. 
All the rides are open. So they've confirmed that uh, Ratatouille is going to be open, that uh, Cosmic Rewind will be open for it, and That's all the huge. other rides. So there's this is a good chance for you to get in there and either at a cheaper rate or, you know, it's probably going to be a cheaper rate than the day ticket. Um, Slightly. Yeah, but I, I'm with you, Ryan. If I was on the outside looking in and I just was purchasing, purchasing a regular ticket, uh, I would probably opt for this and just grind out that three hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be hard to do with kids, right? From, cause it's a 10 to one event. So right. that's going to be, it's, it'd be harder if you had kids with you. Um, but yeah, it, I would, I would probably opt for, uh, for the after hours event at Epcot versus the, uh, versus a regular day ticket. And this, this goes along with the after hours events that are already happening uh, at right. the other part. So, um, you could take advantage of those as well. So another uh, returning event is the H two O Glow Nights back at yes. Typhoon Lagoon. It's uh it's a reopening. Yeah. So there's basically two pieces of news with this, right? One being that H two O Glow Nights is coming back. It's been a couple of years since we've had H two O Glow. Big event for for Typhoon yeah. Lagoon. Yeah, it's really cool. They do like live DJ and a bunch of mu- you know music and lights and all this stuff and action. Uh, really like kind of fun party atmosphere uh, at the water park. Uh, it's $75 uh, for, for those tickets. Uh, APs, uh, DVC members, they get tickets at $59 for adults. Uh, kids are, I believe, like five bucks less. But the second piece of this news is that Typhoon Lagoon is reopening. So that's exciting. Yeah, and honestly, with those price points, that's on par with what you would get normally. Yeah. Uh, to for entrance into time for lagoon so i mean all these party extras are just extras that for yeah. for a for an annual pass holder and dvc member uh i would be willing to pay if i was an outsider the 75 dollars for time for lagoon to do mm-hmm. that because time for lagoon has a ton of stuff available at it um i've had the pleasure of experiencing both water parks at disney and uh typhoon lagoon i really enjoyed a lot so uh I'm excited to see it come back. I'm excited to see uh, all the updates they've done to us since it's been mm-hmm. uh, closed for refurbishment. So I want to see some updated paint and whatever surprises may be awaiting for us. We'll see. But uh, for that event alone, I remember seeing uh, DJ Party Rex yeah. uh, from Toy Story. Uh, he Party was a big Rex. Yeah. yeah, Party Source Rex. Uh, that was the the big thing there, and uh, it, it looked like a great time. And characters actually show up to the water parks. Don't don't oh, yeah. be swerved. You know, swayed. It's it's a Disney park. Like characters do show up. I was personally seeing Goofy at Blizzard Beach. I have yeah. seen him. So uh, definitely a good time, especially during the summer. Yeah, yeah. It sounds. Good. I mean, they so this begins in May. Um, it's. Yeah, it sounds like a really good option, especially in the summer. A good summer night in Florida. It's a it I can't can, beat you it. Know, it's a good time to spend in the pool slash water park area. So, yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. I, it has definitely uh, piqued my interest in possible addition to uh, to a trip here. So, we'll see. We'll see. Um, also, some pretty crazy news. Uh, we normally don't talk about Disneyland, or uh, but. Because we've talked about some DVC uh, opportunities uh, on our show, thought it was worth mentioning uh, that the Disneyland Tower uh, will be opening this September. Uh, this is a brand new tower that they're building there at the Disneyland Hotel. 
in Anaheim. And this is a DVC tower. And on March 15th, somebody's birthday. Yeah. Rooms will become available for DVC members to book at cash rates. Uh, then they'll release the rooms uh, in subsequent days to other uh, guests. But DVC members will have the first opportunity to to book those rooms beginning on the 15th of March. And they open again in September. And man, from the post that they shared on Instagram today, holy cow, do these things yeah, look nice. impressive. So is this going to be an addition impressive. to the DVC catalog? Yes, yes, which is already very competitive on the West Coast because you really only have the uh, Californian. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's always a, you know, it's always very competitive to get a room over there for DVC um, rentals and things like that. Uh, so this will be a nice addition, but based on the looks of these of this property and the rooms this is going to be sought after much much more than i think the californian will be so well you think about it, it's new and if it compares in price to what's already there yeah oh, hands down it, it's, it's going to be hard to get a room new contract it is yes yeah they'll be selling new contracts uh, here soon uh it will be i think this gives us a glimpse of what the new tower at the polynesian is going to be like could be as far as like finishes and stuff like that so i i i think it would make sense um so yeah i think they can put that polynesian that modern um tropical spin on it and like they did with the moana rooms and things like that so We'll uh, we'll see what happens, and I'll I'll be sure when we're there um, at the Polynesian next month uh, in March. We'll we'll I'll I'll get a good update on what the construction looks like for that new tower, and share that with everybody. So awesome! Uh, again, be sure to follow along with us at Off the Monorails. All right, so that's uh, that's all the news updates I wanted to, to discuss with you guys. Let's roll into our topic at hand today. We're going to continue our resort series our resort talk and we're going to continue in our moderate category uh, last time that we uh, were talking resorts we talked about riverside port orleans riverside resort oh, in the moderate resort. category and yeah what a great resort oh also real quick did, speaking of uh port orleans did you see the mardi gras parade they had Bro. At french yes. quarter yes to kick off mardi Dude. gras Insane. The floats were amazing, amazing. We shared a small clip in our stories on Instagram, but uh, they literally had like made a detailed replica of Wilderness Lodge for one of the floats. Like you could see like the lobby, like inside the lobby and everything. It was with the with the big ketchup bottle. On the yes, court. with the large. Dude, I yeah, loved that. Yeah, it was great, great detail. It just looked like know. it looked like a good party, like. That's one of those like when I saw that happening yesterday, I was like, okay, I know what I'm doing next year. Like yeah. I'll be there for kickoff Mardi Gras. It, yeah, it looked like a whole lot of fun. I bet it was a ton of fun. So yeah, uh, if you if you want to learn more about Port Orleans Resort, we haven't covered French Quarter yet, but uh, but we have covered Riverside. Go check out uh, that episode. Or it's the last episode in our Resort Talk series. Episode um, fifty one. Check that out and listen. It's a great resort. We love Port Orleans uh, and the properties there. So, 
But today, we're going to continue the moderate category with Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. Uh, this resort's a little bit further away. It's in the Animal Kingdom Resort area of Disney of Walt Disney World property. And there's a few nuances to this resort, a few different things that make it a little bit stand out a little bit from the other moderate category resorts. Um, as I like to kind of put it, it's it's like a deluxe resort, but in a moderate category yeah. or a moderate resort with deluxe amenities. Yeah. So, and a lot of that has changed over the last few years um, that is kind of elevated to that status. So, but let's dive into this as we always do with our resort talk series. Uh, we like to dive in a little bit of the history of the resorts, give you a little bit of background of how it was developed, uh, what the rooms are like, all the different style of rooms that you can expect to find how the resort itself is laid out so you can kind of get your bearings straight when you want to navigate it. And then we'll, of course, cover all the food options, all the drink options, all the amenities, all the recreation options. So with that, oh, and of course, transportation, who could forget? So with that, let's dive in and talk about this resort that opened in August of 1997. So, the design and layout, like we've already mentioned, it is a moderate resort at heart. But with the addition, which I'll talk about this later, you know, as we go chronologically, with the addition of Grand Destino Tower, it's kind of yeah. made it into a hybrid. You know, it's got a it's got a portion that could be considered deluxe, but it still has the original moderate layout and it's very very spread out. Um We've got yeah, a really a large big resort. footprint. Yeah, yeah. This and this resort, as you may be able to garner from the from the name, it's it has a nice Spanish and southwestern inspired design to it, well, and it's kind of broken mix. up into this into these little neighborhoods. I like to think of it as um, so that each little area of the resort is a little different uh, when at, when it comes to the styling and the feel. Um, so you've got a group of buildings called the Casitas. Uh, you have another section called the Ranchos and then the, Caban the Cabanas uh, as well. Uh, those are the three kind of outlying buildings uh, that are separate from the new tower, Grand Casino Tower, which was added and opened in July of uh, 2019. There's about 2,000 rooms total at this resort, which is pretty pretty big i mean it's right there with you know like art of animation and those those hotels do does it feel like it's as the you know the same size as those resorts though no it seems I, bigger coronado to me feels no. bigger i think a lot of that goes into coronado uh something that we haven't spoke about yet is that uh it is walt disney world's first attempt at a moderate resort with a convention center so, yes. yeah, uh, it was yeah. originally uh, a a big gathering place where uh, businesses, uh, uh, traveling uh, leagues and yeah. clubs, yep. uh, you know, visiting the area, they would come here. Uh, yeah. Most recently, the uh, NBA uh, yes. was housed here uh, during the COVID stuff. So, and the NFL, they were here for the Pro Bowl, so they would yep. stay in this area too. So. Uh, it actually, houses a lot of people. Yeah. I actually ran into uh, a player uh, at dinner one night uh, when staying there uh, during that. So, yeah, 
Yeah, I, I kind of forgot about that for a second there. But yeah, it's I th- you know, you talk about the the convention center, right? And if, you know, all the there's a handful of the deluxe resorts that offer you know, convention center space like Contemporary, uh, the Yacht Club, um and then you look at like the Swan and Dolphins um owned by Marriott, those those offer it as well. Um so yeah, with with this having convention center and having those those high profile you know, people staying there sometimes, I think that's also kind of what drove the need for that tower for grand Destino, oh, yeah. or grand Destino tower. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, when you walk into grand Destino tower, it has a completely different feel than the rest of the resort. Right. I right? mean, just it, vibes upscale and swanky, yeah. like just, they didn't spare yes. no expense it on takes, furnishing. Yeah, it pulls in a lot more of the Spanish influence, and you get a lot of the architecture influence as well uh, within that tower uh, compared to the more the other stylings that occur throughout um, the rest of the resort. Now, the, those other rooms, the in Casitas, Ranchos, Cabanas, all those were refurbed in 2018, which that Correct. gave a lot of lot of new life to to them. Um, I got to stay in them right after they were refurbished and it was, it was great. Like did Justin, when you stay there, did you, did you have the room before it was refurbished or right after? Uh, no, I had it in, uh, I think it was during COVID actually, uh, during 2020. Okay. Uh, and, uh, I stayed in the casitas area. Um, and it was wonderful. Uh, yeah. The design of the areas is just mind blowing. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, very, very Spanish forward, but it also has a good, uh, like, like they described it as a Southwestern American feel as well. Yeah. So like I was saying earlier, like a Tex-Mex kind yeah. of feel yeah. and the, the colors, I mean, it's so vivid. There's a lot going on visually, but it comes together so elegantly. Yeah. It's, the it's, landscaping it's is great, impressive. Yeah. You got like the rock formations and just like the natural, like the, the grasses and just they have fountains everywhere and mm-hmm. it just it it really works. I think we've stayed in Casitas and Ranchos uh when we stayed there. Um and yeah, they're they're it's really nice laid out and uh it's it is again it's elevated, right? It's just that little extra elevation from uh, the amenities that you find uh or the rooms and styling that you find right you know, in the value category. Uh, in my opinion, but um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about the regular rooms and how they are laid out. So again, like a typical uh, moderate category room, most of the rooms are going to be two queen beds. Uh, you've got like a, a countertop area for storage. Uh, you've got a little like coffee station, uh, usually with a little chair to the side. Uh, you've got a dual vanity. A double vanity uh, area uh, in the bathroom uh, that's kind of walled off with like a barn style door uh, mm-hmm. that walls everything off. And then, of course, you've got uh, the regular uh, showers and tub combo in most of the rooms. Uh, they also this is one of the this is what makes this resort unique as well. They're the only moderate resort that offers suites. They offer like one bedroom suites. They offer uh, like a essentially like a presidential suite almost um they but they they offer these different type of suites 
that can accommodate up to, I think, nine guests is the largest room. And so it's it has a bunch of different offerings and where they even have some of these suites where it's kind of like they took you have like one of the regular rooms um, with and then it has like another like basically it was like the attached room, but they just basically made it a living room instead uh, for for these. So it's kind of nice where if you have a family and you, you know, like if your parents, you know, you want to get away from the kids a little bit and, you know, like have let the kids have their own space or you just have in-laws that you want to have their own space. Like it's a good option for that as well. And a little bit, you know, the price point's a little bit lower than what you would find for the same type of rooms at like a deluxe resort. So it's a, it's a nice option to, to have, but the real, the real spin on the room types occurred is when they opened Grand Estino tower, um, which uh, if you just a quick fact, um, it's the, Grand Destino Tower name. It's inspired by the Salvador Dali short film Destino. So uh, mm-hmm. Salvador Dali had a good relationship with Walt Disney. And so you can see a lot of that inspiration through the artwork and things like that in the tower as you go through. Uh, they've even got the short film playing uh, it off to the side in the lobby. So uh, you can you can see that as well. Um, but the rooms in there, now these, t- these tower rooms, most of them are going to be the same type of setup you've got queen set double queen setups you also have a single king setup uh, and then you've got some other kind of suite options as well where you've kind of got this like studio suite uh, or a little like uh, another like beverage station area with a little bit more space uh, you've got like you know walk-in shower accommodations in those bathrooms a little bit larger bathroom areas so as as ryan mentioned right it was just it was put together a little bit nicer right like the finishes they didn't spare expenses like they it's got you know nicer touches on how everything was put together for the grand Estino tower and those rooms reflect that for sure and they're very elegantly put together as well yes Just, it's beautiful if you ever get the chance to look at some pictures they are amazing well put together rooms yeah i have yet to stay in one of the tower rooms. Uh, it's definitely on my list because I enjoy. It's my favorite section of. Well, arguably my favorite section of the resort. We'll get into one of my other favorites uh, here in just a just a little bit. But um, we got to spend some time throughout uh, last. Uh, actually, it was last May. Uh, we all got together, had dinner, and we went uh, after dinner. We went through uh, to. Uh, to Grand Estino Tower and kind of walked through it a little little bit and uh, just hung out in there and looked at everything. Uh, what did you guys think of, you know, Brian, I think this was your first visit to Coronado Springs. Yeah, uh, it was. What, what did you just think of the the tower itself and the, the design and things like that? Man, the tower just over the top. Like, And honestly, the outside front feature of the tower, especially like at night, or kind of like that twilight mm. time where the blue lights yeah. start kind of firing up. Um, it's incredible. It's a, I mean, it's a marvel to look at uh, architecturally. Mm-hmm. And that's really just a teaser because once you get inside of it, it's the same throughout. I mean, it's just over the top with the furnishings and the architecture and all like the marble and just the clean colors yes. and, all the very modern looking furniture it, you know, and then you get like, you know, towards the Barcelona lounge, that thing's a feature all on its own. Like 
It's, oh, it's insane. <laughs> colors. Yeah. Like yeah. the yellows, the oranges, the reds, the blues, like they they intertwine so many different colors and it's it's so well put together. It's almost like a mosaic kind of look. Yeah. Yeah, th- that styling you're talking about for 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 Barcelona lounge especially is I was straight from Spain, right? Like it's just straight like from, abstract Spanish artwork. Yes, it is beautiful. Yeah, it really is beautiful. And uh let's just jump into uh let's just jump into Barcelona lounge as one of the food and drink spots and we'll dive into some more food and drink options here. But they have a great selection of uh beer and wine and Again, because this is a Spanish-influenced resort, uh, that list is going to contain options from Spain, uh, which is great because you get to try some new things. Uh, they have some some great beers on tap that I've had. Uh, they'll do cocktails as well, and they do some uh, bar snacks there as well. And it's just a great it's a great atmosphere to kind of they got these these wraparound kind of seating areas and um, just a great place to relax and have a drink and maybe a small bite as well. They even serve um, like quick breakfast options mm-hmm. there at, the, at in the lounge, which is kind of crazy. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a really, really good spot. Uh, again, just downstairs from the main level of the lobby in Grand Destino tower. And it's a very good environment. Uh, if we walk down the hallway that is connected to Barcelona lounge, uh, we'll make our way over to the old lobby area of Coronado Springs towards El Mercado. Uh, El Mercado is their quick service location here, um, but it's got a pretty expansive array of food and drinks. So this market, this quick service, is open for pretty much all meals during the day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I've got some great options when you walk up and just kind of grab and go. They have a hot section that makes sandwiches uh, like breakfast. They do like breakfast sandwiches, pancakes, breakfast bowls, of course, Mickey waffles. Um, they got some great kids options as well. And then they do uh, fresh grab and go for like uh, wraps and salads uh, throughout the day. They got a whole snack section that you have fresh fruit. Um, you got, uh, treats and things like that and then uh, you've got the pastry and dessert kind of area as well where you get some croissants and cupcakes and donuts and danishes and all kinds of all kinds of goodies that you can grab uh, throughout the day and they just kind of lay it on as you as you go throughout the day for dinner uh, they serve up like a santa fe chicken sandwich philly cheesesteaks chicken tenders burgers flatbreads uh, they've got pasta dishes. Uh, they've got uh, mojo pork loin, bacon wrapped meatloaf, pulled pork, top sirloin, uh, chicken parmesan. Everything a growing boy needs. I mean, literally, they, it's just got an expansive menu. Uh, the layout's pretty good. It's uh, easy to get in there and, and find a seat. Um, they even have like a specialty coffee and beverage station, which I thought was really nice to have. You, know, you can actually make you like a specialty uh, coffee drink. Uh, so uh, that's also there, which is uh, really nice to really nice to have, and uh, especially uh, when you're needed. And they even serve margaritas there. So quick service that serves margaritas. So 
yeah, it's pretty pretty nice to have. So, um, also kind of like right next door to El Mercado uh, is uh, Rick Sports Bar. Um, it's a basically the probably the most true sports bar feeling on property on property. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I actually went there one night um, and just because I, I was, when I was staying at Coronado, I just wanted some, some wings. So I just went over to Rick's and got some wings and watched some football. So it was pretty much like walking into any other sports bar in, in your hometown um, yeah, and, and this is literally like a legit sports bar. There's 31 TVs in this lounge, yeah. so I mean they they got you covered. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I mean, I I the like I said, the only thing I've had from here are the wings, but they were good. They were good wings. So if you're looking for that type of setting uh, when you're traveling, you know, if you're traveling during a during a big game, your team's on, you want to go catch the game, then head over to Rick's. Um. Also, kind of right next door, again, just kind of going down the hallway here, uh, Maya Grill is a table service restaurant, uh, and I have not had the pleasure of eating at Maya Grill, um, but uh, it is there for your dining pleasure. Yes, uh, Maya Grill, uh, for their uh, they only serve a, a dinner menu, so uh, think of your, your typical... Uh, Spanish cuisine. So, like your starters, you're gonna have fiesta nachos, chips and salsa, shrimp mojo, some of the things you would come to expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, salads again, taco salad, fiesta salad, ensalada Caesar salad. You you come to expect those kind of things. Then you get into the entrees, where you're talking about fish tacos, quesadillas, uh, short ribs, half chickens, uh, Monterey chicken sandwich. Uh, queso fundido burger. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, those are just some of the options. Then you got some fajita skillets. I mean, it's just what you would come to expect from a signature Spanish restaurant. And uh, I've walked by this specific restaurant uh, during mm-hmm. that evening when we were there, and it smelled amazing. Yeah. So, uh, if you ever get the chance to eat here, the the prices are not bad either. They're very actually on the low side in my opinion uh for what you're getting so uh you definitely want to check out some of these options because uh that they're, they're really running on all cylinders here yeah i mean if you're just in on disney property in general and you kind of this is kind of your thing right like mexican you just are in the mood for it uh you're in the mood for a good uh, margarita or some good tequilas um, yep. Head over, head over to Maya Grill, and because they they definitely got you covered uh, when it comes to when it comes to those. So uh, maybe I mean, and here in the menu uh, again, uh, again I haven't I haven't eaten here, but uh, hey, I kind of want to. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, I mean, so. it's got a little bit of everything in there—a little bit of American, a little bit of Mexican, yeah, a little bit of seafood, steakhouse. I mean, it's got a a, a good variety. So uh, definitely check it out. Yeah. Well, let's um, let's head outside the lobby area and uh, past the little uh, past the little uh, bar outside that you can, of course, grab a drink from, and let's walk across one of the new the newer constructed bridges to Via del Lago, which is the island that sits in the middle um, of the of the resort. It sits right in the middle of the lake that the resort surrounds. 
And on Via del Lago, Lago Dorado. Yes, is the name of the lake. Thank you, Justin. And sitting on that island is a restaurant. And one of my favorite restaurants, really on Disney property. And that's Three Bridges Bar and Grill. What a great time we had there. I think we had, what, a party of <laughs> 15 or 16? At we least, went. yeah. It was amazing. We were yeah. a party barge. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, that was... Um, I remember specifically I ate two things of the roasted corn dip myself and was completely disgusted yes. and proud of myself at one time. <laughs> but that yep. was easily Sounds one of the right. best dips I've ever had in my life. But <laughs> like, even beside the food, just the, the atmosphere and the views... Yes is, yes, is where it's at, and you know, the prices are pretty decent for a, a Disney sit-down table service dinner. Like the the prices are significantly lower than most of them when it comes to that type of food. Yeah, and but the food feels elevated all at the same time. Oh, you know, yeah. like when we when we went there i got the uh the steak frites which is the yep. sirloin but it with the smoked paprika fries and the chimichurri sauce all over it oh my goodness like you're just so good right and like with the they've got poke bowls and they've got uh curry chicken yeah, that's what um, i had pork tacos oh man I- insane the the um the the Sashuan, uh peppercorn wings are insane and i know i know we also got that the manchego and oaxaca cheese dip with the chorizo the red peppers that was that's a tasty dip too so they've got yeah like you said right like just the just the experience the atmosphere all of it combined with the food it's an incredible experience and not only can you just go and get some great dinners here uh, they are only open for dinner, and they don't take reservations. You literally have to walk up and put your name on the list. Uh, but they also do the Sangria University here as well. Uh, so if you're into Sangria, then you can go over here and book a, a basically a dining experience that it's only held on Saturdays and Sundays. And for an hour and a half, uh, you will get to walk through a, a course and discuss the history of sangria. You'll go through different recipes, and you will also uh, go through a tasting of the four sangria offerings um, and a, a little little appetizer as well. So you'll get to make your own sangria. So if that sounds like something you would like to do, uh, then go check out on the uh, on the Disney site and check for availability and book that experience. I know, uh, I know some some ladies in my life that would uh, would love to yeah. uh, do this experience. Yeah. So, all right, so let's go back into the tower, and we're gonna go check out some more food options. Uh, we're gonna stop over at the elevators, and we're gonna hit floor fifteen, and we're gonna go all the way to the very tippy top of what we're gonna find there, Jordan Grand Casino Tower. And we're going to walk first to Dahlia Lounge, which is one of the most pristine lounges anywhere. Uh, It's amazing. Uh, They've got a great menu that you can order from. Not only are you going to get great cocktails, beer, wine, 
Uh, but they've got a lot of food options as well, which is kind of surprising. Um, great atmosphere. Um, a little bit of seating, right? Like it's not like a ton of seating. It's not a restaurant. It's a lounge. Um, but it also has outdoor seating as well. And the outdoor seating is, of course, because it's on the 15th floor, is on a large, very large balcony that you can stand and see half of Disney World with. So uh, you can see views of Hollywood Studios and Epcot, and you can be up there and watch fireworks, and you can see a lot of other you know, places in the area from up there. And, man, what a captivating view. Just to be able to stand out there with a drink and just enjoy. It's it's super, it's romantic. It's a very romantic setting. So if you're looking for that type of place and you don't want to go to say top of the world lounge, you know, California grill, top of the world lounge at, at a contemporary, or you can't get there. This is, in my opinion, as good. Like, it's just, it's a, like, it's another option for you to have. And I think it could be just as good arguably. So this is a, in my opinion, if you're if you're anywhere near Coronado Springs, go here and and go because they've got a great tapas menu, and then you've got plenty of wine and cocktails and beer to choose from as well. And they they of course have some uh, some uh, mocktails and and other things like that. So they uh, they've really got you covered, and it's a it's a great experience to be there. Right next door to Dahlia Lounge is a place that we've actually covered. I've actually covered in a dining review that you can find on offthemonorails.com in the blog. And that it would be Toledo, which is the rooftop uh, dining experience here at Grand Estino Tower. And it is full-on Spanish-inspired, tapas-inspired food. And let me tell you, it is... It's it's tapas, it's steak, it's seafood, and it is damn delicious. It's so good. So uh, we've had plenty of uh, options here from here now, uh, me and my wife. And you're talking about some elevated dishes like filet, uh, bone and ribeye, uh, lamb shank, scallops, uh, hanger steak, which I really like. Um You've got a ton of tapas. Uh, they even do a signature dinner for two to split. So you get uh, like a flight of four different uh, tapas. You get a the bone and ribeye to share. Uh, you get uh, two sides. Uh, you get a uh, charcuterie board. And you get a, a tapas dessert bar as well. Uh, kind of walks you through different uh, types of desserts. Uh, with some Spanish influence there. So they've got some really good, uh, it's a really cool dining experience. The The whole atmosphere of the place is very unique, something that you won't find anywhere else on Disney property. And uh, again, because it's, because it's up top, you can, it, you know, it's expansive views all the way around. So if you're uh, looking for a very unique dining spot uh, in Walt Disney World, Toledo is one of those, one of those places. So diving into uh, some of the recreation uh, available at this resort, uh, specifically uh, the pools, I have uh, 
enjoyed two of them specifically. Uh, one of them being the the focal point, if you will, of the uh, recreation, and that is the Lost City of Cibola feature pool. Uh, what they name or nicknamed the dig site. Uh, this place has an awesome, uh, like a Mayan. Uh, yeah, you can't miss pyramid it. Temple. Yeah, yeah. Miss yeah. It's like Mayan temple at the end of one part of the pool. Um, has a fantastic poolside uh, quick service. It's a great atmosphere. Uh, a lot of people will be at this pool more than likely. Mm-hmm. Uh, being that it's the it's got the big pyramid, so it's got the big uh, structural stuff you would come to expect, and it, it's a fantastic pool. Don't get me wrong; I enjoyed an evening with Jacob here and ate some snacks, and just it was a great nighttime atmosphere. Um, but so and it was busy. So if you're looking for a more toned down, uh pool to go into you may want to look into uh one of the other uh pools that are available uh personally i was able to swim in the casitas section pool um it was quiet it, yeah. usually usually you might catch a family or two in there yeah uh, it, it's not going to be like extremely packed but you, you might catch a family or two there with you uh it's not as big as the lost city of cibola feature pool that one's the largest that's on the uh, property, uh, measuring in at twenty thousand square feet. Yeah, yeah. I I've had the same experience with the with the quote unquote quiet pools there, like in the, kind of the each section. Not they never get really that busy, uh, but they're they're you know they're super convenient to be right there and get a quick dip in if you or if you just don't want to deal with the with the crowd. Yep. Yeah, and. Uh, they also have a pool uh, located uh, near the entrance that is called the Cabana's Village Pool, so in the Cabana's section. Uh, and again, that one's kind of smaller, and it doesn't have uh, a whole lot of space in it to begin with, so you may expect to see two to three families here, and that would be probably all it would take. So is it uh, is it similar to like Caribbean Beach how they have their main feature pool at the front of the resort and then like similar. the neighborhood areas kind of have these little yeah private pools yeah very very similar okay yeah it said that the main pool isn't in a, in the front location that's the that's the weird thing about it it's kind of like right it's in the center it's in the actually it's in the back of the resort technically yeah but it's in the center of the back so. Um, yeah. so yeah, it's, it's a little bit different that way, but yes, you're right, Ryan. It's got those auxiliary pools that kind of hit in each little group of buildings. Um, and that includes ranchos. They all yes. also have their own, uh, pool. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, we talk about this resort and we kind of mentioned that it's a moderate resort kind of acting like a deluxe resort. And another one of those things that no other moderate resort has there's two things actually that, that that this place has, um, other than the convention center, the health club yep. is there. So you've got a fitness center uh, there, three thousand foot, three thousand square foot fitness center, and you've got a beauty salon. 
So it's um it's right there next to the health club. But yeah, no other moderate resort or you know or value uh, for that matter. Uh, Alan on Disney World property has these amenities. So again, if you are looking for deluxe resort amenities, but at a moderate resort price, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. Yeah. So, um, and, and, and like all the other, uh, Disney resorts, um, in the, uh, value category and the moderate category, they offer, uh, movies under the stars, uh, usually around 8 PM nightly. Uh, they'll mm-hmm. have, uh, it's located here at this resort by the Grand Destino Lawn, uh, where you get complimentary screenings of Disney films, uh, which is a great activity. If you, if you never got to do that, that's a really great activity. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there's no uh, swimming pool next to this one, so keep that one in mind. Uh, but it's a great atmosphere to sit on the lawn and enjoy a movie under the stars. Uh, they also offer campfire activities. Uh, yeah. Despite them being spread out as much as they are, they do have campfire activities. So make sure you uh, check that out as well. Uh, uh, They also have a painting experience called the Colors of Coronado. And you have that available to you as well. It's a master-led painting class. And uh, you can let your inner artist out as you explore the Colors of Coronado. Uh, Spanish Mosaic Art, we have seen this personally. If you ever visit this resort, the mosaics are literally the most beautiful thing you'll see at this uh, resort. It, it is gorgeous. Um, and then you get to have that option at the uh, uh, Dahlia Lounge. There's a workshop there that you can do this uh, mosaic art. Uh, I would I would recommend to do that. That'd be a nice keepsake yeah. uh, that you get to do there. Uh, you got volleyball courts, jogging trails, playgrounds, yeah. an arcade center. Like this, this resort stuff, has yeah. it all. Yeah, it has it has a lot going for it. Um, despite it being a uh, convention center, it's got a lot of places you can eat, a lot of uh, drinking places. I mean, it's, it's it's got a mixture of everything you would want in a resort. Yeah, it, it hits all the boxes. Yeah, I, to, in my opinion, this is this resort is probably the most like long term stay slash vacation getaway place in the value slash moderate category. When you factor in everything that it has, everything you can do there. Um, I mean, you could literally, you could literally go to Coronado Springs and stay there for three right. or four days and be c- completely good. Right. Like, and feel like you had a vacation. Yeah. Um. With all the activities and stuff that they have going around there, and then all the great food and drink options, it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's great. And I all those food and drink options are affordable too. Yeah. yeah. And based on y'all's personal experiences, being that the footprint of the resort is so large, what does that do with the disbursement of crowds? Does it still get congested at times around the pools or lobby area, or does it seem like people kind of disperse pretty easily there? pretty easily in my opinion i mean you got experience i know you haven't stayed there ryan but when we were there right we were we were at coronado for together and you know upon your arrival you were like three or four hours at least right three or four hours at least and 
I'll answer. I'll ask you the same question. Did you feel that way? Like even at like towards the end of the night when we went back towards like the lobby area and through the shops and all that? No, not at all. Like it was very quaint, yeah. actually. I would probably say the most congested I ever got was literally waiting on the elevators. Yeah, that was it. And there's a unique elevator system too in the tower. Right. Um, they actually it just kind of use a destination, or you press the floor on the outside, and then it takes you. It just shows you which elevator to go to. And so it's a kind of weird thing to get used to because you don't, it's not a conventional elevator system. Um, but it's, it's, I don't know, that's also kind of fun and neat at the same time. Um, but yeah, the one thing that is the drawback to this resort, and it's the, it's the one thing that makes me not book this resort time and time again, uh, even after all listing all these things, are the transportation options. Yep. 100%. <laughs> and if we've said it before in these resort <laughs> episodes or any other episode that this came up, we'll say it again. Transportation can make or break a resort and your experience for staying there, uh, especially if you need to use that transportation to get around to other places in Walt Disney World. And for most families, most people traveling to Walt Disney World, they're not going to stay at Coronado Springs and just stay there. They're going to go right. experience the parks. They're going to experience other places. And so you need to be able to, and a lot of people don't have their own vehicles or don't right. want to drive their own vehicles if they do uh, when they're out in Disney World on vacation. Right. Um, I'm one of those, like, when I finally get there, when I get to my resort, I'd rather not get in my car and drive. Like, I'd rather just take the internal transportation. And... This resort only has buses. Only. Only. And it's in the middle of nothing. Now, it's not far from the crowd of Hollywood Studios resorts, like, you know, like all those, like the Beach Club, Yacht Club, the Swan and Dolphin, uh, even Riviera, Caribbean Beach. It's close enough to, to those. But for it to not have any other transportation options whatsoever, be connected to anything except through a bus system, which also not only is your transportation to everywhere, to the parks or Disney Springs, but also the internal bus stops that go around the entire resort. Yeah, like so if Port you Orleans. have to, yep. right, yes. But think about yeah. Port Orleans, but twice as long to actually right, get twice around. As long. Uh, so when you ride that bus at Coronado Springs, you're in for it. Like you're in for the long haul. Uh, on that bus. And that is primary is primarily the reason that I don't book this resort. And as of recently, you didn't have the option of uh, the minivan service running. So you were oh, literally yeah. stuck on just the bus until recently when minivan came back yeah. and that's a paid service to be on the minivan. So yeah. again, if you're looking at cost cutting measures and being an inclusive into your resort, you know, what you've paid for, you're locked onto the bus system. And, uh, you know, that's as of today's recording, uh, yeah. being February 22nd, 2023. We have no Skyliner yeah. going through Coronado. We've already as, mentioned phase two as is going awesome to as it would be. As yes. awesome as it would be for this yes. resort, it, it would 100% be a great service at this resort. Yeah. Yeah. It, the day that they put, the Skyliner, and we've talked about this at at Nauseam, right? 
But the day they put the Skyliner Phase 2 and attach it to this resort and link it to anywhere else, literally anywhere else, literally anywhere, it will do the exact same thing that it did for Pop Century and Art of Animation. Yeah, it will turn those it'll return. It will turn Coronado Springs into that type of destination where people will book it blindly. Because it yep. has the Skyliner transportation option. Well, and, and to put so, this into perspective, yep. Coronado Springs is the same distance geographically from Epcot as Pop Century and Art of Animation. So, <laughs> and you already have Swan, it's Dolphin, a Yacht and Beach I mean, Club, and Boardwalk already splitting the halfway distance between Coronado and Epcot. So, there's already Skyliner access there. All they've got to do is tie this baby in. Come on, Bobby, figure it out. <laughs> it, Josh, listen to us. Somebody. We're the people. We promise you. We've it's not lived what it. you we've want. It's, it. the <laughs> it's the consumer. The <laughs> consumer. And and the thing is, is like there's enough real estate that they don't have to go searching for the land to do it. Like there's oh, yeah. enough empty unused space right now that's already been mowed down. Like it's just building. You're just <laughs> erecting the structure. On the existing property, that's all you got to do. That's it. Imagine a skyliner. Uh, it, it will turn it into a destination for sure. Yeah, yeah, Ryan. Skyliner to Animal Kingdom from there. Yeah, money, money. Give me that all day long. I mean, it, it's it's right there. It literally is right there. Just do it. Ugh. And it doesn't have to tie into the existing skyliner. That's what no. we're saying. <laughs> Make this the turning point. Make this the Caribbean beach. Yeah. Yeah. 2.0. Yeah. That'd be a hell of a skyline. You talk about Jesus. Imagine that. That'd be a hell of a skyliner crawl, bro. Animal Kingdom Lodge running it through Coronado. Man, come on. Just imagine you connecting it to uh, Blizzard Beach because it ain't far. Sure. It ain't. And then you got all stars right there. Uh huh. Yeah. Might as well just keep it going. Yeah. Sounds like we've covered this. It does. I we're visionaries. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah, we've we put some thought. We've put some thought into this. So yeah. And it's and it's not you know, this is this is stuff that we have seen that will work. We know it'll work. It's just a matter of time. Whenever they decide to release the plans. Who knows? They may be already having these plans, but yeah. Bringing it back to full circle here, Coronado Springs is lacking in transportation options. It needs something. And that's something that we believe very strongly in is phase two of the Disney Skyliner uh, Skybucket system. It's the resort with everything except transportation. Yeah. So simply put, would y'all rope it kind of in the same category and debacle that we ran into with Port Orleans minus the Disney Springs access? Is it kind of the same deal arguably there. yeah 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 i mean well there's some similarities yeah so ryan you haven't stayed in the room but i feel like the amount of time and the amount of places we went while you were with us at coronado springs at least gives you the idea of what it has to offer and so which one would you rather stay at would you rather stay at port orleans or would you rather stay at coronado mm. That's, that's if you're visiting the parks, probably Coronado because it's more park centered. 
you okay. know, with Port Orleans being a little bit, you know, more centered towards Disney Springs and yep. mainly resorts and golf course area, uh, Coronado is yep. centered more around the, the theme parks location. So I, I could see that selling point there. But another strong argument is, is the fact that it is a convention center. Yeah. People have to get around the area quickly. And if the only way they have is a bus yeah, or yeah, driving I their think, own personal vehicle yeah, or, or running an Uber. Yeah, you're getting a lot of Uber traffic through there too. Yeah. Yes, I but, mean it just makes sense. Yeah, I think I think the argument becomes too, and I don't I don't disagree with you, Ryan. I think as a loca- as location goes, it's much more centralized to access the parks. Um I do think that if you're looking for that quiet getaway. I think I give the slight edge to Port Orleans yeah, as being a little bit extra quiet and reserved, private. But Coronado has definitely got, as we just mentioned, a ton of things um, to offer you as a guest. So, yeah, it's um, it's right there with, with Port Orleans as far as this category goes. Would you choose Coronado over... Um, any of the values like automatically uh, on a sale? I absolutely. I wouldn't necessarily, but then again, I've never stayed there in, in the rooms. So I don't know, you know, personally, I don't know what the rooms entail, but yeah. with just the amount of access that, you know, if we're speaking of value resorts, like, you know, pop century art of animation, I would take either one yeah. of those over Coronado just for the fact of the seamlessness of the stay with, park access yeah. and location and you have access to five or six different resorts just on that skyliner route so that that's a no-brainer for me yeah justin they're the same price which one are you staying at pop century or coronado and it goes back to what we always bring into play is it yeah. depends on what your trip is are you spending more time at the resort and you're just being more reserved or are you being more park centered if you're being more park centered you're going to want access to the parks to be a little bit more convenient. So edge goes to the value resorts, pop century art of animation. Uh, If you're not so park centered easily, easily Coronado. Okay. If, if the price is the same or you catch Coronado at a decent price, 100%. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather you? What's yours? Um, I think I would give I, my answer is probably very similar to yours, but I think I would. Hmm, I think I would rather stay at Pop Century, just like what Ryan said. Because even if I'm if even if I'm focused on resorts, a lot of the time that I spend at resorts is focused on the activities, the food and drinks, and being able to hop on that Skyliner. And getting all the way over to the Riviera or getting over to the boardwalk area and walking around and taking all that in. The additional access. I have access to so many more things. Fair Um, argument. So, and and that, I mean, hey, if I want to go on a Skyliner crawl or if I want to go over to Bar Riva and I don't have to worry about driving back, that's money. That's money. Yeah. Or hell with it. If you just want to grab a change of clothes and go to the pirate pool at Caribbean Beach pack a bag of clothes and yeah. Yeah. pop the Skyliner to Caribbean beach, enjoy the pool, change in the changing we rooms and go that. back to pop. No, we wouldn't do that, Ryan. We wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> See, I won't. 
Yeah. We know a thing or two because we have seen a thing or two. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get in trouble for that? Hopefully that's not copyrighted. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Move on to the next subject. Yeah. Hurry, hurry. I know my uh, Justin, so I, <laughs> you haven't stayed in the tower suites either or in the tower rooms. Um, but in comparison, what if they're the same price, you staying in one of the uh, standard rooms out in the casitas and the ranchos and the cabanas, or you stay in the tower? Being that I've never stayed in the tower before, I would want to at least experience that to have a basis of comparison. Okay. So if price didn't matter, yeah, I would take the tower just to have the experience of it. If I had the experience of it and just in my situation, you know, it's just me and my son. Sure. Uh, I probably wouldn't just based on the fact that I, I wouldn't be able to justify what I'm paying for just me and him. Uh, now, if I was say Ryan in his situation uh, with a wife and three daughters, that extra bit of room, God bless you, one hundred percent, makes more sense for him uh, versus what I would have. So, I mean, it just there's so many variables that you can put into that. Um, but if if I would like to experience that at least once, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. I think it just comes down to like, are you a pool person or are you a food and drink person? Because really, that's what it is, right? Like you're either have right. convenience to the pools or you have the the immediate convenience of all the food options, all the drink options, the market, all of it. I mean, it ain't. I, it ain't no secret. I, I like to eat. So, um, hell, I think we yeah. all. I think everyone knows we all we like to eat. Since we made a shirt made of French fries, <laughs> exactly. Poutine, 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 body by Poutine. Day. Yeah, just <laughs> an assumption. Uh, you can pick it up in the shop at offthemonorails.com. dot com. But uh, brand new release too. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it would just depend. I mean, I, I like my pools. Yeah. Um, my son loves a pool. Uh, but I like to eat too. So yes, my sir. kids. So uh, yes, uh, being close to some of that Spanish uh, Tex-Mex cuisine sure does sound good. It does sound good. A quesadilla after you, you know, wash it down with a little bit of uh, cerveza. Yeah, line up, yeah. line up the, te- the line up the, the tequila and let's go. Yeah, tequila and taquitos. Let's go. <laughs> Some taquitos. Well. Uh, Ryan, you got anything else for us? No, I I just really need to add this to my uh, list of places I haven't stayed, which is you know starting to shrink a little bit. But now that summertime is rolling around, uh, we're going to really start picking up on some of our resort stays. So hopefully, I can knock a few off the list, including this one, because I do I do want to give it a shot. And I think when I do pull the trigger, I'm going to stay in the tower because for the reasons y'all just listed and. The good thing is, is that with summer coming up, this is a great opportunity to stay here if you're not really park centered, and just get you a one day ticket to uh, Blizzard Beach right down the road from it. Yeah, that's true. Or just yeah, go enjoy really one of the time. after hours events. You know, like yeah, yeah, absolutely perfect. Ryan, let me know when you're going to book that. I'll uh, I'll join you in the tower. Word, amazing. Third, so. Let's uh, before we go today. Let's uh, shine some light real quick on some companies that are uh, helping us, and we'd like to help them back. 
And we'll start with the World of DVC companies. Uh, we've mentioned we love these guys. We've mentioned them uh, a little bit already in earlier in the show, but yeah, this company's great. They're great. They're great people. Uh, they've got great products and services, and they can help everyone listening to this right now. So, uh, basically, if you want to save money and go to Disney World or Disneyland, and you want to do so at a cheaper rate, if you want to save up to sixty five percent on Disney Deluxe Resorts, then go check out DVC Rental Store. If you are interested in becoming a DVC member yourself, uh, like me, like I did, go to DVC Resale Market, just like I did. You can get resale contracts, literally like insane discounts on DVC contracts. Um, So much cheaper than going directly through Disney. And you get uh, most of the same benefits, and it's incredible. Uh, Speaking of incredible, they also have incredible vacation homes. So they have different homes set up in the reunion resort area, uh, just literally like 15 minutes away from Disney World. And you go, uh, you know, rent one of the uh, one of their homes uh, and bring the whole family and do a whole vacation there. Really nice setups. And last but not least, uh, we're talking about World DVC. One of their new services, one of their new products that I've been loving is Unlock Magic. Oh yeah, and essentially what this is, it's a tool and a community all in one. No toxicity. It's all and, good vibes. Yeah, that's the best part. Yeah, and not only that, but lots of great information, and and you can talk directly to the world of DVC folks. They are all in this community. We're in this community. Like you can throw questions out there that you may have, like legit questions, and you're not going to get the the toxicity and the the, the bs <laughs> you're it's straight to the point you're going to hear from people that know what the heck is going on and can answer you directly yeah. um just a fantastic tool uh that paul over at world world of dvc created uh with his team and uh it's there for you to use yeah i've been having a blast on it i i actually so you know, Ryan gave us the news a couple of weeks ago that he and his family booked a Disney cruise. Um, and ever since he did that, I have literally been watching Disney Cruise Line videos nonstop on <laughs> Don't YouTube. Do it. It's an looking up, trying to yeah, <laughs> pray, for, pray for the wallet. But man, man, am I like, I'm incredibly interested. And so, of course, I turned to the experts. It's like, well, why not? Let me go on Unlock Magic, and I'll just I'll just turn the, my questions to the community and see what people who've probably been on many more Disney cruises than I have, which is zero, um, maybe they can help me. So I just put questions out there. Hey, Disney Wish people, let me know where the best rooms are. I've got I've got a family. I want to stay where my family can have good access to things. I want space. Let me know where the best rooms are. And guess what? Tons of people commented back with great information. I got some great help. And, you know, it's just, it's great information to have that I can then use. So it's, it's a really good community. It's tight knit. It's Disney centric minded people. Uh, you got not only Disney World, but you got Disneyland topics. You got uh, cruises. You've got Universal Studios even on there. Uh, you've got topics galore, tools galore. Their dining reservation tool is awesome. Um, so it's, it's a good, it's a really good place. Uh, so if you want to join, 
uh, go do so. Uh, it's it is a, a subscription service. Uh, it's five ninety nine a month, but if you factor in everything that goes into it, uh, that you're getting out of it, it's well worth the price. I mean, it's oh, yeah. nothing. I mean, you're going to spend that at Starbucks yeah. on your coffee tomorrow. So um, just go and uh, click the link in the episode description for Unlock Magic and go join the community uh, and join us there and have some fun with us and get in conversations with many other Disney-minded people. Yeah. I mean, break it down. $6 a month for basically a travel agent that can answer any question at yeah. a beck and call. Yeah, I mean, no brainer. Yeah, yeah. At the so, end of the day, the world of DVC company wants Disney to be easier and cheaper. So, why wouldn't you go through them? Why wouldn't you? Exactly. Yeah, great. That's great. Also, check out 1901 Candle Company. They have a link in the episode description and are giving our listeners fifteen percent off all of your purchases with the code Off the Rails fifteen. So go check them out. They make some great products. They are also very great people, and they make. Uh, small batch candles and man let me just say they smell fantastic yeah i'm a customer before i was uh affiliated with them so 100 percent. i i love i love their products it smells great long lasting everything you would want from a candle so bang Mm -hmm. for the buck Mm -hmm. another great product that we stand by is from our really good friends up in scranton pennsylvania with electric city roasting company and um they just they roll out some good coffee year round, uh, whether it be their limited releases yeah. that they have, uh, you know, that are seasonal or uh, any of their specialty grinds, their their regular menu. Uh, they got the, the coarseness that you want anywhere from like a fine espresso grind to a coarse grind or whole bean. You can buy them by the 12 ounce bag or you can buy in bulk, which is what I do because I love coffee. And um, yeah, they're- you just can't beat. A good cup of coffee and uh these folks they are a proud women-owned company and a specialty coffee association accredited company and if you use our affiliate link at the bottom of the episode description and load that card up and use the code otm coffee two zero you can save yourself 20 percent on your first order so go ahead and get you two or three bags of uh, bulk beans and grind them yourself save 20 percent. trust oh, yeah. me you won't regret it no, you. And they don't miss. <laughs> they don't. They don't. So they good. don't miss. Yeah. It is such a good. They make some great products. So definitely get your coffee fix through Electric City Roasting, and uh, use our uh, promo code. So it'll save you some money there at uh, checkout on your first order. And while you're moseying around in our episode description, we have a few others that are there to help you with your travel needs. Uh, anything from uh, shirts, backpacks, uh, eyewear. All of those stuff that you would need to go on vacation, enjoy yourselves, and have all the bare necessities covered. Make sure you check them out. Click the links in the episode description and uh, let them know that Off the Monorail sent you. Yeah, and we've told you a few ways to help support the show, whether that's buying some merchandise from us at the website, offthemonorails.com, uh, checking out the blog, or uh, checking out some of our uh, affiliates. Uh, but you can also... Uh, support the show directly by buying us a coffee. Uh, so if you click the support button in the episode description or on our website, it'll take you to a uh, buy us a coffee page. And there you will buy us a virtual coffee or two. And by doing so you are donating and uh, giving funds directly to the show to support the show, to support our uh, food habits at Disney world, to be able to go and uh, dine and bring back 
all kinds of review content. Uh, it just allows us to do so, so much. Uh, and we would appreciate anything you feel led to uh, contribute. And we, of course, want to give a big shout out and a huge thank you uh, to all those who have uh, donated to date. Uh, it truly means a lot and it truly helps tremendously. So, so in closing, Coronado, what would we feel, boys, on a scale of one to ten? Pretty good. Seven, eight. Fair. I, I, I'll agree with that. I'll go in at a blind seven until I stay there, and then I'll I'll report my findings afterward. All right. Well, I like it. We'll uh, we'll know who's uh, writing that uh, room review blog. So, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right, guys. Well, with that being said, we'll catch you next week, and we're probably going to be talking a little bit of food. So, food we'll, tracked. Food tracked, baby. Festival. Flower and Garden. Flower and Garden Festival. It's here, baby. Yes, sir. One of the National Flower. Well, Flower and Garden. Yeah. All I know is Honey Bistro and Citrus Blossom. I'm coming for you, baby. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Spike, I'm going to find your ass. Yes, Spike. <laughs> My boy, he returns. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monorails. Rails.